<clears throat> What's up, guys? I'm Jermaine, and this is It's Not That Deep. Well, well, well. Where have y'all been? Or was it me that was missing? Maybe it was me. I think it was me. No, but seriously, it's been about a hot second since I've talked to y'all. Um, almost two months exactly. But I needed to take some time. Um, I just really wasn't in the right headspace mentally. And I refused. I could have forced myself to sit here and record an episode and another episode and another episode. But I refused to give a version of myself that isn't 100% authentic just to keep up with a posting schedule. If that, right? Um, so I needed to take some time and climb out of that rabbit hole of mental health that um, even the strongest minded people fall into. So now that all of that is subsiding, once again, I'm back and I'm really ready to talk about some stuff in this episode. Like I have a lot to say and I've been working on content for this episode for about two months now, almost two months. Um, and really I had the, the exoskeleton of the episode written, um, beginning of August and I just couldn't sit down and just deliver it so now we're here everybody's ready i don't have a drink prepared so i am definitely violating it's not that deep podcast recording rules so i'll be right back all right i'm back and i got a drink I really threw something together. It doesn't really make sense, and it doesn't really taste that good. It's Crown Royal Apple, and I had this Tropicana Caribbean like sunset juice or whatever that I mixed with it because I didn't have any Crown Apple juice anymore because I drank it. Anyways, so I don't know if it's just me or like if everybody else can feel it, but the energy in the world is just like heavy right now just like there's just so much going on just there's a lot of just chaos everywhere you turn and everywhere you look um and mercury is in retrograde until the beginning of october so that doesn't help but anyways i had a friend reach out to me recently about one of my episodes and we had a really quick conversation but i just want to say in a world full of stigma around therapy and mental health don't be afraid to get the help that you want for yourself because just because you're broken does not mean you have to stay broken. And I made a decision for myself when I was 16. Pretty sure I was like 16, somewhere around there. But I was inspired by one of my old friends, Rachel, um, that I didn't want to be in a dark place for the rest of my life. And of course, like everything, mental health is a journey of ebbs and flows and there's no one secret to it. However, there's reward in doing the work. So if no one has ever told you, I'll tell you like Rachel told me, just do it. And that is not a direct quote, but I'm sure she said it somewhere along those lines. But anyway, thank you, Rachel, for inspiring me way back when to really pursue mental health as a as a journey. And this something that was worth doing outside of the stigma that surrounds it. Um, and I know I'm really grateful for this podcast because I've heard so many different stories about, you know, different ways that people go on mental health journeys 
I was just talking to someone recently and hearing his story about, you know, spending time in the wilderness and nature, just building things and working on himself by himself for himself and how strong that made him and how much clarity it gave him. You know, and like my sister uses fitness and healthy eating as her form of therapy because you gain so much self-love and admiration for yourself by taking care of your body. And for me, I know I go to therapy, but I also read and I write music and I exercise. I walk trails at parks. I sit by big bodies of water, all as forms of therapy. Like there's no blueprint to mental health. You find what works for you and you embrace it with open arms. You know, all I'm trying to say is be brave enough to heal and have the audacity to find what works for you. Anyways, anyways, I digress. I digress. I digress. So today I want to talk about some of the things I'm told or that I read on a regular basis that for all intents and purposes, I really need to start believing and practicing. I mean, they're all pretty basic. I'm not going to lie, but it's always the simplest things and ideas that make the most sense that we don't follow. The world is crazy, like real bad. And it's so easy to give in to the negativity, especially when it's around you. People project their vision of you, their idea of you, and who you are onto you. And it's so easy to believe it, especially when you're already at a tough point in mental health or life in general. Back to the Four Agreements, if you haven't read it, read the book. And I'm not even getting paid to promote it. The book just really changed my life. Literally, it keeps me in check at all times. It's so easy to remember all of the negativity. So when you hear those positive affirmations, for me at least, it's harder for me to hold on to them because, and the world doesn't even have to be beat me up. I'm really tough on myself. And I feel like more than anyone has ever been tough on me. But they're harder for me to hold on to because I'm just overly critical of myself to a fucking fault, to be honest. So these are my quote unquote bathroom mirror sticky notes. Um, and they're basically just things that I'm told or that I've seen that I just really need to start remembering and practicing. So the first one, and I want you to think for a second, right? Like just clear your mind and just put yourself in the headspace. Like just, uh, just, yeah. So look how much you've grown since you thought you were at the end. And I think this is such a powerful statement because, you know, we as humans often don't know our own strength. <laughs> Truth be told, and I know I just reached my mid 20s and I'll deal with ups and downs for the rest of my life. But, man, has life really given me the big boot chokeslam tombstone pile driver combo? If you're a wrestling fan, you know that that's the Undertaker signature. But, yeah, life really has a tendency to just give me two to the chin every now and then, really every time I turn around. But. Some of these situations are far worse than others. However, it goes to show that when you have that grit that it takes to get through life, you oftentimes don't know it until after you've experienced a series of unfortunate events that you come out on top of. And then when you're on the other side of those bad times is when you can see your strength. At least for me, I give myself 24 hours to feel down and real bad about something. And then after that, I have to move. I have to go. I have to figure it out. But I want you to think about every time you thought life was over. And then look at yourself now and tell me you don't see growth. Tell me you don't see a better version of yourself now. 
You did that by yourself. For yourself. You made it. Give yourself some credit. Remember how the thing that used to trigger you does nothing to you anymore. Now, all of my life I've been called intense. I still don't know what that means, but I have an idea. Anyways, I feel everything really intensely. Every emotion and thought that flows through my body is with intensity. And with that comes triggers. Some I don't like, but different people have different triggers. And triggers can be memories, experiences, people, events, you name it. These things trigger an intense emotional reaction out of you, regardless of how you were feeling at the time. For example, one of my biggest triggers for a long time was watching the death of a mother on TV. I used to high key skip the entire scene or move on to something else. But then later I realized that the root cause behind that was survivor's guilt. I had survivor's guilt after my mother's death for a very long time because I was a primary caretaker for the years leading to her passing. And then once I, you know, discovered that I worked through it and I had better clarity. And then by surprise, it no longer triggered me. Um, But you have to listen and acknowledge those triggers in order to understand them. And then you have to let yourself be curious and figure out what the root cause is. Um, And then once you know the root cause, that's when you're able to actually do the real work to overcome them or to heal them or to learn how to manage those emotions. Um, But I really get passionate about just talking about different triggers because triggers, people have a tendency to prey on other people's triggers um and i mean you can call it manipulation you can call it whatever you want but people have a tendency the wrong when you get around the wrong kind of person or people um they can really use your triggers um against you and it's a real powerless type of feeling um but it's super rewarding when you open your eyes and you kind of see what's going on then you um, work to heal and overcome that and then that can no longer affect you you kind of get that power back you kind of regain your own power so um, when you know that you have a trigger investigate it um, to protect yourself almost and that's just how I feel about it but moving forward my next note is it's okay to have days where all you do is survive now Let's talk about this for a second, because I'm pretty sure this is a debatable topic. And somewhere out there, there's an influencer right now recording a video telling you to push through it 24-7, be disciplined, and blah, 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 blah. And yeah, okay? I think pushing through it and having discipline is very important. And you can't allow yourself to get too far off course. Uh, However, I've learned the hard way that not listening to your mind and your body leads to straight burnout and fatigue and just you're not your any version of yourself. It's like, like I said, I was like, felt like I was just in a simulation. Um, I was talking to my therapist recently and I was talking about how kind of like the last two months just felt like a real simulation um, to me. I was just I was doing everything I needed to do, but I really wasn't present during anything. Um I caught myself picking up some old bad habits and I've been pushing myself to do a lot and show up all the time and have a smile on my face and try to motivate and lift up everyone around me and just perform essentially, you know, um, I didn't listen to my body and my mind telling me to chill the fuck out 
and take care of yourself. Like, it's okay to have days where all you do is survive. Like, this is me. This is what you get today. I'm doing the best that I can, but I can't wear a cape right now. I'm just strictly given the bare minimum to make it through the day with no further explanation. You don't miss out on anything that is meant for you. Now, this one means a whole lot to me personally. For me, this really applies when I'm working on myself um, because for a long, 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 long time, I had a fear, a real big fear of missing out um, because when you're growing, when you're working on yourself, you have to you you really have to go to some uncomfortable places to do so. And a lot of times it requires you to really isolate yourself from the noise of the world to really understand the noise inside your head. But anything that's truly meant for you will come back around. I had to grow to trust this. Um, and it really helped me detach myself from the what ifs in life um, that we can sometimes get so wrapped up in. But whatever is really meant to be yours will be yours. Um, and that's that. So, you know, excuse me while I work on myself for a little bit. Um, again, with no further explanation. I think that's important to remember every day. Um, and last but not least, just one word, gratitude. Now, I know I talked about before how, you know, entitled the world is, especially nowadays. And I think that that's just a, something that we all kind of collectively know and understand. Right. But the opposite of entitlement is gratitude. And when you live an entitled life, you're never really satisfied because you always expect more out of everything and everyone. Like a little leech on life. Nothing is ever good enough and you feel like you're old or something. Like it's a very negative way to live. And I mean, that's just my opinion. Um, but I made a goal this year to practice gratitude to help me change my perspective of life. Um, not so much from an entitled standpoint, but more so a way to direct the way I think. And handle situations that I go through. Because I find that grateful people live happier, healthier lives. And are able to see the good throughout the toughest situations. And for a while, like, hearing, oh, try to think positive or try to see, look at the glass half full. It was just really, it didn't really make, it made sense to me. But I really didn't like to hear those type of phrases. Because sometimes when you're in those tough situations, you don't. And your mind is just in a dark place. Neg hearing positive thoughts or positive affirmations sometimes are not that helpful, um, at least for me. But gratitude is something that I learned you can have even through your darkest days um, and your darkest moments, the darkest times in your life. You can still find something to be grateful for. Um, I haven't quite learned the correct way to interpret how I view it, but essentially even through your darkest days, your lowest points and at the bottom of that rabbit hole, there's still something to be grateful for and holding on to that gratitude helps you hold on to hope, which helps you pull through any situation you're in. Um, I have one thing every day that I tell myself I'm grateful for and I carry it with me throughout the day and it's really changed my life this year and it really changed the perspective of how I view situations. So, if there's one thing, probably my most important note um, that I look at or that I examine or that I use every day is gratitude. Um, really, really, really try to be grateful 
every day because the world is showing us more and more that we are just grateful to be alive and we are grateful to wake up every single day that we do. Um, so those are my bathroom mirror sticky notes as of right now. And introspectively speaking, they help me manage my thoughts, my emotions, and just my overall quality of life. Um, these notes are great for good days, but they're especially great to hold on to on days when everything is really heavy and you just don't feel 100% your best self. It's all about figuring out what works for you, right? And then unapologetically going after it. Um, I've talked with so many people since I started this podcast, and I'm really thankful to have so much open dialogue and hearing stories on how we're all just figuring it out. Um, I started this platform because I really wanted to create space, and I wanted to have some uncomfortable conversations at times, but some really productive conversations. So I really appreciate all of the listeners and allowing me to do so. Um, and I will try, try, try not to be gone for two months again, but that's it for this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and I will talk to you guys in the next one, the next one and the next one.